So today's daf is Zion, um, and um, we pick up um, on the bottom of um, from the very, very bottom of Vav Amitzvah, and we have introduced the idea that you need two, and the third one is even a tefach, a position of Rabbi Shimon that's three in a tefach. Mostly the Gemara has been focusing on that difference in terms of technical derivations from the word sukkah and the pasuk, uh, but there was also an indication of a deeper issue at stake when it introduced the idea of the first from Yeshayahu about a God's protection, God's canopy protecting also from the um, from the storms and the word sukkah and to what degree sukkah also is not just to provide shade but general protection. So that's an idea we'll get back to. But now we're seeing the idea of two and a tefach which is how we rule. The question is going to be where does that tefach go? So let's take a look. So the Gemara says like this. Two lines on the bottom. Where do you put that extra tefach? In order to, obviously the question is, in order to make the structure look somewhat more house-like. More, you know, um, it can't be a random tefach somewhere. So, um, the most obvious answer, you put it in the be- as the beginning of the third wall, opposite the protrusion. Meaning, if you look at Rashi there on the left, you see two scenarios of it, but basically you have two walls perpendicular, and the third one starts contiguous and is um, and is the beginning of a third wall. So that already suggests the idea of surrounded, right? Two wouldn't suggest the idea of surrounded. The beginning of a third, you know, you finish it in your mind, and you see that you can sort of square it off, and you see what the parameters are, and it suggests the idea of being encompassed by walls. So that's a pretty reasonable position. You know, nobody is saying you actually try to substitute the third wall, make it actually physically function as that, but it suggests the beginning of the third wall. That's what Rav says. Only Rav Kahana of Rav Asi, so Rav Kahana Rav Asi said to him, Rav, Yamidenu Kinegara Yotze, Kinegara Roshur. Why don't you put it opposite the head of a line? That's literally what Roshur means, but Rashi says it means the way it looks at the end of when you do a, a furrow. Um, which basically is obviously at some degree when they ended a furrow, as, you know, making the uh, furrows in, in the field, somehow it would turn at an angle. So the question is, what exactly is he suggesting, right? The picture in Rashi, uh, you know, pretty obvious. Why not try, if you're trying to invisibly end a line, it's easier to invisibly end a line if you basically start a triangle, right? So you do it there, so you can imagine, right? So you can sort of imagine it, you know, like that. And that even creates a greater sense of surrounding. You don't have to imagine two virtual lines. Um, there are those that want to say that it's even a more interesting suggestion, which is, yes, put it on that line, but put it here. So if you're putting it there, right, that's even more for the space in between some suggestion of sort of being surrounded. Okay, but of course, that would suggest a, you know, a triangular sukkah, which is not a natural sukkah, and we can understand why Rob did not want to go there, because he said that even though you're only using a little bit, Still, your sort of the model is a rec- as a regular rectangular sukkah. Shatik Rav, but Rav didn't have a response. Presumably, yeah, you know, you could see trying to sort of make it a triangle, but that wasn't Rav's approach. It Manami, it was said also, Amar Shmur Mishmeg Levi, Mamido Kenegat Hayotse. So even though Rav did not have a response, nevertheless, that's going to be the consensus opinion. You put it opposite the protrusion, which means, you know, the beginning of the next wall. Um, in, in the normal per- perpendicular direction. 
and that's also how they rule in the base Medrash. That's always fascinating when it has this sort of sense of like a consensus of the rabbis without it being a particular named opinion. That's the general psak that people, you know, that's, that's where they say to put it if you put it, you know, a perpendicular. I have to tell you, you know, this idea of Morim Bay Midrash is like a hypothetical ruling or like it has, were these practical cases really coming up? Um, you know, some, some have speculated that maybe the reason for a lot of these, you know, discussions was because it was hard to find uh, building materials. So you had to sort of really get down to the bare minimum of what was needed. Um, I remember, you know, that we had a student in the yeshiva a few years back that every, like, you know, at Mosley Yom Kippur, he would forage for building materials for his sukkah, like find out things that people threw out and, you know, on the yard, you know, yards, like things that were waiting to be picked up, big planks of wood or whatever. And he would always have questions for me, which is like how to construct it with like two and a half walls. Like things that I figured was like in the Gemara, was in the Shulchanaris. Nobody would ever in real life ask these questions. No, he had these questions. How can you construct it with the minimum building materials? So that's what they, anyway, ruled in the base Medrash, like Rob, that you do the beginning of the third wall in normal person perpendicular fashion. Okay, Rav Simon, Vitema Rav Yosho Ben Levi, Omer Rav Simon, and some say Rav Yosho Ben Levi say, Ozulo Tevach Sochet, you make a laughing tefach, not a, a precise tefach. What does that mean? It means when you laugh, right, you're like your hands, like your fingers separate a little bit from one another. And therefore, tefach is four fingers, not four fingers pressed together tightly, but four fingers a little bit separated, meaning a tefach and a little bit. Okay, that's uh, the way you've heard of that is a laughing tefach. What's the significance of that? So, um, and you put it within three near the wall. The anything within three is like it's an appendage. It's like it is connected. So, what does he say you do? He agrees with Rob that your basic is a rectangular but he wants to get a little bit more of a wall. So he says, you make it like this, you make it a, like a 1.1 Tfachim, you put it within a little bit less than 3, you put it within 2.9 Tfachim of the wall, okay, I don't think that's the scale, but anyway, okay, and therefore, <laughs> right, and therefore, so this is your Tafach, that's Lavud, so now you've got a wall that is 4 Tfachim, why? So you actually have, part, using Lavud, your actual extension goes four tefachim, not just a tefach. It goes a little bit further. What's the significance of four? Four usually is significant as four amot. Here the significance of four tefachim is that the size of a minion in sukkah is right, rosho, rubo, v'shuchano, which we basically say is about seven and a half tefachim. So four is the majority of that. Okay? So actually a little less than four is the majority of that. So what he basically says is, here, when you got, if you got, uh, if you were to add another, I should probably have done it in a different color for the virtual, okay? So if you were to do another, another three and a half, this would be your minimum size sukkah, okay? You see that, right? Because you've got your one and the lava is, is, is four, and uh, if you went, that's already the majority of a wall, which would be enough to create a minimum size sukkah. So that makes it a lot easier to view it as you have a kosher sukkah because you already have the majority of, a, of the third wall of a minimum size. And once this is the kosher sukkah, obviously you could fit in the entire amount, but it allows this to be considered creating a sukkah because you've already got the majority of the third wall needed for a minimum sukkah. Okay, so that is the idea. I did that pretty quickly, but people get that? Yeah? Okay. All right, so now let's take a look. Uh, okay. 
Amar Rav Yehuda, Sukkah Siyatimavoy Kshera. Now, that was an easy case. Though, well, that was when your original two walls were perpendicular. What if your original two walls are like an alleyway, are parallel? Yep, I'm going to let you, let you do a sukkah with two and a bit, even if the two main walls are parallel, made like an alleyway, like a mudway. Where do you put that tefach? Opposite any one of the four walls. He is basically similar to Rob's original position. He's basically saying you've got your alleyway. You get, all you have to do is start it. If you start it here, you can start it here. Yeah, I've got to use a different color. Well, whatever. Anyway, you can start it here. You can start it here. Any one of those four directions you want to, any one of those four of, of those corners you want to start it in, you start it. But that's enough to be good. Okay? Which is a pretty funny because that looks a lot less, that suggests a lot less, I would say, you know, than uh, actual structure than when you start with a perpendicular. But that's what he said. Um, and which part of that sukkah would be kosher? The entire part. Because the whole sukkah is surrounded, right, don't get confused here just because this is the majority of, 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 of a fourth wall. That's just to give significance to the wall. But the Kiddush is the entire sukkah is kosher because it has two and a bit. But it's the entire sukkah is kosher. So here too, the entire sukkah is kosher. Like right? even you've got these two parallel walls, even though that's just a little bit. Now the problem with this is because these could be very distant, right? Let's say these are you know 20 feet apart. You know how does that work? Here at least you've got the sense that it sort of squares off the two dimensions, and you know what the dimensions are. Here sort of you know you don't, don't really know at any stage you know until you virtually can finish it what the actual dimensions are and what sort of the where, where, where it goes but that's his finish that that would work um okay um uh Kulava dummy so the says like this uh I'm sorry um where am I Rabbi Simon became Rabbi Yoshev and Levi Omer Rabbi Simon some say Rabbi Yoshev and Levi say also a pas arba'a umashehu no 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 if you've got parallel walls one tafak isn't going to be enough you're going to need to take a four tefach wall, and take that four plus a little bit. Take that and put it within three of the wall, so you can say lavud. The call Anything that's within three. So he says, look, buddy, if you want this case to work, the parallel case, a little tefach isn't going to be enough. What you're going to need is you're going to need this to be four, four point one, let's say. Okay, then you put, then here the break is 2.9, so you say lover, so you basically have 7, which is the minimum size of a sukkah. So even without the special idea of a tefach, right here, the idea is conceptually, you, it's good, even though in practice it's obviously not the entire third wall, right? But a tefach tells you you can be representative. What he is saying here is, if you had a, a piece of 4.1 and then you said lover, you don't need any special halacha yet, <coughs> of the third wall being the tefach. Normal halachas of walls would say, you say lavud, that's a normal wall halacha, then you get seven tefachim, right? Yes? And that's the size of people here with me? Yeah? And that would be the size, well, seven anamashu, or whatever, it's more than seven, but anyway, that's the size of a minimum sukkah, so you actually would then have this, without yet the laws of tefach, would translate into this. Okay? With just the laws of lavud, putting something, a fourth fachim and a bit, within two, and a, a little less than three, translates into two, two legitimate walls. However long this is, and a seven tefach wall, which is the minimum size of a real legitimate sukkah wall. 
so am I being clear? Meaning, when you just say a tefach, right? You're, even when you say lovely, you only get four right here. You don't so. That's the chiddush. The chiddush is that the third wall can be a tefach. It doesn't have to be a legitimate wall. It can be a tefach wall. It's only a question of what's the best placement. But it doesn't have to tr- become a real wall. He's saying, no, when you've got parallel, you need there to be a real wall being created at the perpendicular. And the only way you're going to get a real wall created at the perpendicular is not with a tefach. It's with four tefachim and a bit plus love. That'll create a real wall at the perpendicular. Okay? Yeah? And now the Gemara is going to ask, why are the two faces different? So let's take a look. Um, why are saying seven is a real wall? Because, like seven seven yeah, it's really, it's really more like seven. It's, it's seven and a mashu. Okay. So, you know, just we'll we'll assume. It comes with a Rosh Yeah, exactly. Let's assume seven, just for simplicity. I assume we're going to get to this, but how many times can you apply this wall, of, uh, this rule of extension? Do you have a ticket fence? Yes, you can. Yep. Yeah, you can do it sort of many, many times. Um, so we'll actually, we'll get to it a little bit. We will be getting to that a little bit today. Okay, so the mind says like this. Yeah. Yeah, but you can have even less. And even like on Shabbos, in theory, you can just have posts every... What I did for my sukkah once, when the, uh, we had these old the canvas ones and they would flap in the wind and the question was, would it really, by Ruach Mitsuya, would it sort of stay, you know, and it was it a real wall? As I, I take some string, some simple, you know, yarn or whatever, and I just made it to go from one post to the next every 2.9 fuchim. So you do it like four times and that's your wall, right? So you can say love it even between strings until you get a 10 tefach wall. You can do it on the horizontal and you can do it on the vertical. All right? People do that just in case. Right. Exactly. So yeah, now actually on some of the sukkahs, they sell that. They sell the sukkahs with these straps that you pull from one post to the other. So whatever happens to the canvas or whatever, you got your halachic wall. All right? So anyway, but here, so Lovud is not a special tefa halacha. Lovud is a general halacha. And he's saying you need to create a legitimate perpendicular wall. So the Gemara says like this. Um, okay. Um, so the Gemara says, Umay shina hasam dekasagya tefach sochek. Why, in the perpendicular case, is it enough to have this laughing tefach? And, you know, so you, at the end result, even with Lovud, you only got four. And why here do you need a really a plank of four? Why here do you really need a uh, to create a real seven tefach full legitimate wall? So we're going to give the obvious answer. Hasam di the front of kil chasan. There where you have two walls as is you know correct the appropriate meaning perpendicular. They're connected and they basically outline you know already begin to create the shape of a sukkah. Right. Then once that's where we say the basic halach of one tefach. One tefach against the wall, a laughing tefach within three tefachim of the wall, but it's basically the halach of a tefach when you start with two per- real perpendicular walls. Here you don't start with two connected walls. You're starting with two parallel walls. So you can't get started unless you've got a real two connected walls in reality. Yikapas are bought in only if you make it a plank of four with love against you seven. Okay, and then you really are starting with two connected perpendicular walls. Elo, low, and it's not, not, and if you can, if anything less than that wouldn't work. So here it's saying, yeah, it's not so obvious you can use, uh, do a tefach with parallel walls. You want to do parallel walls? You have to basically turn it into perpendicular walls. You gotta get one, you gotta get, create a wall that's at least seven tefachim in the other direction. Okay. Amarava. The Ainanin Teres Elevatoris Now, Rava, yeah, it's so fascinating, right? Because we start by just saying the tefach. 
We start by innocent questions of, okay, what's the best placement for the tefillah? But then you start getting people pulling back, right? Being getting a little bit more anxious with the idea that one tefillah is really going to do it. So the first sort of real pullback, not in the parallel case, that might not have even been the intended case, but the first real pullback is the case of that you need to do it within within three and create turn the one into a four. Like that was the first like pullback conceptually from the idea that one tefach is really enough by itself. Rava now represents another pullback. He wants to introduce with the tefach an idea of a tzura tapetach. Right? Everybody knows what a tzura tapetach is, right? No, I'm sorry. Okay, I should not say that. I'm sorry. You got you got two posts, and you basically it's the shape of a door frame. Two vertical posts and a horizontal post on top of it. That's how we make an Arab, what we call an Arab, right? Is we basically do, um, you know, the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, uh, yeah, the, um, the, the electric wire serves as the post on top. You can't use the um, uh, electricity posts um, for, the, for the post underneath because the wire goes alongside and it has to go on top. So they basically bang a, a, like a two by four or whatever, you know, against the bottom of the of the pole um, that's ten fucking high. And if it's directly <coughs> under the wire, you use the idea of the magic extending wall and it goes all the way up to the top. Okay, but the Tzurfa Pesach is this idea of two poles with something not alongside, but something on top of it. Halachically, that basically is like a door. Well, you know, a door is part of a wall. So because it becomes a door, it actually becomes part of a wall. That's how the whole Erev idea works is we're surrounded by doorways, all right? So that's how the area idea works. So Tzuras HaPesach becomes a door, which becomes a wall. So that's a general halacha about walls. So Rubber wants to say, one tefach isn't going to do it, really. One tefach, that's not enough. No, what you need to do is you need to combine that idea of a tefach with a Tzuras HaPesach, basically create more wall as your third wall. And there are going to be three variations of what Rubber is saying. So let's take a look. So, so first of all, Rava says, Amar Rava, the Ainani Terrors, Elabaturus HaPesach. So the way Rashi and Tosis explains this is that Rava is saying it's not really about a Tefach. It really is about a, that Tefach being used as a Tzura Tapestach. Which means what? So, um, so he basically says, this is really a radical re-understanding. He says, we really don't mean a tefah. What we really mean is, you have a post here, and a post here, and a post on top. And when we say a tefah, it's because, you know, this post is a half of a tefah, and this post is a half of a tefah. But really what you're doing is you're sealing off the whole third wall with a tzuras ha-pesach. Okay, so Rava really does not like the idea of the tefah doing it. He wants to translate the tefah as a tzuras ha-pesach. That's one version of Rava. Igadami, there are two other versions of Rava. Igadami, some say Amarava, the Nikaris Nami Bitsurasa Pasach. No, that what Rava is saying is, is that I'm not saying that you need to turn it into a Tsurasa Pasach. What I'm saying is, is wherever you use that Tepach, whether you put your Tepach here, or whether you're going to put your Tepach over here, the two possibilities, if instead of a Tepach you want to do a Tsurasa Pasach, you know, that's also a legitimate alternative, okay? So you, instead of the tefas, you can also do a tzorah pesach instead, which isn't much of a chiddish, because the tzorah pesach always counts as a wall, okay? Like a, a cross beam from one corner to the next corner, diagonal? Uh, yes. Would that be a wall? Yeah, yeah, that would, yes. You don't have to make a, per, a circle with perpendicular walls. Oh, a cross beam. No, 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 it would have to be a tzorah pesach. Well, oh yeah, using the edge of the walls. Diagonal corner. Like yeah, yeah, using the edge of the walls. Yeah, you could probably do that. Um, right. If you did, uh, if you did it, if you ran a string, yeah, 
correct. If you made it a pepper so away, that would be correct. Okay. Uh, now, one minute. Um, I'm just checking Rashi. No. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I just didn't explain that. But I was saying, instead of doing one tefah, if you want as an alternative to do a surah tefah, but Rashi says it means a surah for the whole wall, that would be sufficient. So what Rav is saying now is three versions of Rav. We haven't gone up to the third one. Here's your standard one tefah. Version number one of Rav says that we don't mean a tefah. We mean a surah tefah. Okay? He really rejects the idea of tefah. That's version number one. Okay, version number two is, no, 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 you can use a tefach, that's okay, but as an alternative, I mean, you know, here's your tefach, as an alternative, it's either that or this, or the surta pesach. Not only it's surta pesach, right? Either for your third wall, I don't know, this is getting too confusing, try to give you all three alternatives on the same place. But all, for your third wall, you can either do, <coughs> this one says, no tefach, just surah tefach. Okay, this one says either a tefach or a surah tefach. Okay, those are the two possibilities. So according to number one, it would have to be for the third wall of surah tefach. And according to number two, it would not have to be a surah tefach. You'd have your choice. You could either represent your third wall by a little tefach, if you wanted to do that. And if you wanted to, you could create a more real third wall by doing a Surah HaPesach. Either or, you have your choice how will you want to create your third wall. Okay? More or less clear? <coughs> yes? Okay, you have those two choices. That's version number two. Uh, the Ikeda, and Ikedami, and now there's a version number three, Amarava Vetricha Nami Surah HaPesach, which means that you need both. Okay? Um, so, um, one minute. I'm just checking Ravi, huh? No? Right. So meaning, and according to version number three, it's, it's a middle point between one and two. Okay? One says you don't get to use the tefach at all. Two says the tefach is legitimate by itself. Short up tefach is just an alternative. And version three says you need tefach plus short up tefach. Okay, which you don't need the third hapetach to go the whole way, but you need the third hapetach to cover the gap between the wall and where the tefach is. Alright, so three versions of the Rava's idea of a third hapetach. But the basic upshot is that Rava is saying that it is not enough for him to have just a tefach. So with two pullbacks on the idea of a tefach, pullback number one is you need it to be within four to make it within three to turn it into a case of four. And pullback number two is, is that no, is that you need really somehow a tzorot ha-pesach has to play a role here. So either a tefach, we don't even mean it, that we really mean a tzorot ha-pesach, or you're going to use a tzorot ha-pesach to close the gap between the tefach and the wall. All right? Those are two basic versions of rubber. This means we don't really mean it. There's no such thing as a tefah. Here, there is such a thing as a tefah, but the surah tefah is used to close the gap. So the two versions of Rava have the, are a real pullback from the idea of surah tefah. Only this version is saying, no, a tefah is fine, you just have an alternative of a surah tefah. Yes? Another diagram, Jonathan, can show you there. Yeah. I don't know if it's a different uh, case than your, than your explaining. Where they use the lavud and then they use the tefach inside the. Yeah, that, yeah. In other words, there's a space right between that 
horizontal wall you have. Yeah. And the and the uh, the uh, mental and the uh, in other words, the one step up board has to be within the three step up. The space, and then they have. Oh, they have it going the other way. Uh, that makes actually more sense because if you're already doing love with there right, love and, and then you use that and that will get you maybe your seven. And still right. That well, that'll work. That'll make sense. That'll give you your three for love and your one here is four and if you make this so then you get your seven. So now, okay, so slightly. So the tap up plus, it closes the gap not between the wall because um, I was assuming here that this was like, you know, this was more distant than the three but Anyway, now this makes more sense. Anyway, you're right. The three closes the gap to the wall, and then the other tzuras gives you your, your your gets it up to seven. Okay. Um, I don't. I'm trying to see. I didn't think Rashi said it that way. But one minute. Oh, actually, yeah. Rashi says even more. I'm sorry, I did misinterpret it. Rashi says even more. I mis I misread Rashi. Rashi says the tzuras hapetach goes all the way. To, yeah. the, to the to the next <coughs> So according to this, what you're seeing is according to right according to certainly number one and number three. Not only is the tefach not the reason he doesn't like the tefach is because he really wants a full third wall. So according to number one, what Rav is saying is forget the tefach. We don't mean the tefach. What we really mean is just a third tefach to give you a full third wall. According to number three, he's saying fine. The tefach will get you started. Okay, but you still need to finish the whole wall by a, by a full surah hapetah. It's only number two where he acknowledges that the tefach can be enough. All right, so yeah, but thank you for that. Right, he had the surah hapetah closing the gap. And I was going to board inside. Yeah, right, and then this this board, and then, well, however you do that, that was just their artist's imagination. That doesn't matter. But anyway, however you do that, that then gets you the, you the rest of the point. Yes? Is seven bathroom the minimum size of the surah hapetah? No. So what's, how small could it be? Uh, yeah, well, it's a good question. Um, yeah, basically. Um, I mean, you don't need it. Any less than three, you don't need it because you have love it. So once you have three trucks, then it's really when you need it to. All right. I think I'm going a little too fast. i got to slow down for my own good. <laughs> but, um, so, but, yes. But what you see here is another pullback of the idea of the tefa. The first pullback was it's not connected. You have to use love it. You have to turn it into four. Okay, that was pullback number one. Now you get a whole series of pullbacks, which is Robert saying, no, we don't even mean a tefa. We mean a source of tefa. Or version number three, okay, fine, you get yourself started with the tefa, but you got to end the whole wall with the surah hapesa. It's only version number two of Robert where he says you have the choice that he acknowledges that you can really use a tefa. But two of the versions really reject the idea of a tefa by itself, really want you to complete that third wall. Okay, so that's the three versions. Thank you for that correction. Okay. So the Gemara says like this: Ravashi askei l'Rav Kahana the Ka'avi Tefach Sochek the Ka'avi Sur Tapetach. So Ravashi found Rav Kahana that was doing exactly like the third version of Rava. He made the laughing Tefach. The Gra takes out the word laughing and whatever. He doesn't see this two being combined. Okay. Anyway, he made the laughing Tefach to begin with four plus the Sur Tapetach. Um, and so he did like version number three of Rava. He got you the whole wall beginning with the Tefach, but really getting you the whole wall. So he says. Um, uh, where was it? Amalei lo savar mar lahad the rava. Then a rava in the terrace nami v'tzeres apesach. Don't you hold like rava that rava says tzeres apesach is an alternative, but a tefach is enough. Don't you hold a version number two that acknowledges the validity of a tefach? Amalei, he said back to him. Anakidah lishan the rava sfirli. No, I hold like version number three of rava. 
Summer Rabbach Shichichanami Tursa Pesach. That the Tavach isn't enough. You gotta add the Tursa Pesach to it. Therefore, even though I started with a Tavach, I had to do a whole Surah Pesach. I will point out, by the way, that if you're saying version number three, then you basically are saying there's no Chiddush of the Tavach. Right? There's no Chiddush of the Tavach. Surah Pesach, according to normal halachas, is a wall. If you've got your tefah, whether it's combined or whether it's using lavud, that's also normal halachas of a wall. So without any special chiddush of a tefah, if you're doing version number three, this is in classic halacha, like in Shabbos halacha, this would all be considered a wall. So there's really no chiddush of a tefah. So whether it's version one or version three of Rava, it is basically rejecting the idea of a tefah and saying you really need a full third wall. Okay, so that's a fascinating pullback from this idea of a tefah. All right, so let's take a look now. Mara says the following. Shaim Gilchasa. Um, All right, two in the normal way. Amar Rava, the chain with Shabbos. By the way, although two in a little bit, the same way it works for sukkah, it'll work for Shabbos. Since this works for Sukkah, it'll work for Shabbos. Now, the funny thing is, Rav Adaskat is saying above, in two out of three of the versions, that it doesn't really work any, in any special way for Sukkah. So, some switch the gears here to Rava, okay? Because Rava has basically rejected the idea of Tefach really working. But, so let's have it be Rava. Rava says, if it works for Sukkah, it works for Shabbos. So, let's get rid of the whole Surah Tefach idea and go back to our normal case of this plus a tefak. Okay, let's even give the tefak with love. It doesn't matter. Okay, now, here, the question is, you want to carry in this space on Shabbos. Can you do it? Well, no. By Shabbos, you need three walls. You need the beginning of a fourth wall. You shouldn't be able to carry in that space for Shabbos. So what if it's Shabbos Sukkot? Ah, so then, if it's Shabbos Sukkot, and you're in your sukkah, and your sukkah looks like that, since for the halachas of sukkah, the Torah has recognized this as a third wall and has recognized this as a sukkah. So for the halachas of Shabbos, you're allowed to carry in that space as well. Okay, that's a sp- very strange and interesting idea that once in one category it's recognized as a wall, as long as right now that category is operative, it's Shabbos sukkah, it'll work even for Shabbos. Okay? Have you done Finland in Shabbos? Eisri Abaye, Abaye asked on this, do we say since just because it works one way it works the other way the walls of sukkah have the same laws as the walls of Shabbos as long as there is not between one post and the other one three tfachim meaning this is exactly the question that you were asking that by Shabbos you can create a whole wall out of posts. Okay? And that is a wall. As long as there's less than three between each one of these, you use lover and it's like you have a whole wall. Okay? Similarly, you can create a whole wall out of, like, you know, out of horizontal strings. Okay? As long as there's less than three. That we know works for Shabbos. So saying it works for Shabbos, then it certainly works for Sukkah. That is a legitimate wall for Shabbos and for Sukkah. Um... Now, Shabbos has a greater demand than Sukkah in the following way. By Shabbos, the space has to be mostly, uh, mostly covered. The Omed, the standing part of the wall, the actual physical part of the wall, has to be greater than the breaks in the wall. Which isn't true by Sukkah. Now, first let me clarify. Here, this is not considered to be a break. 
anything within three is considered to be completely sealed. Okay? So that's, you can have the whole thing like that, even though most of it is open air space. What, since once you say lovud, it's like it's all closed, the fact that it's open air doesn't matter. So let's say what you have by Shabbos is, you've got your walls, but your walls have breaks in them. Okay? You've got your walls here, let's say five tzvachim. Okay? You've got walls, and there are various breaks in your walls. Okay? Is that a kosher wall for Shabbos purposes? So the halacha is only kosher if the sum total of, right, A, if the sum total of the omed, of the real, of the real wall, or the lovers wall, if this works by lover, that would be the same, okay? If A plus B plus C, if the sum total of the lovers walls, right, is greater than, right, the sum total of the bricks. Omed merubal aparas, all right? That's the way. You have to have real physical or real wall created by Lovud that exceeds the breaks. That's the halacha by Shabbos. That is not a requirement by Sukkah because, and Rash, it might be, might be that you figure it not just in terms of an individual wall, but in terms of the entire space. The entire surrounded space by Shabbos, you know, maybe it's true about each wall individually, and then also the entire surrounded space has to, the closed part has to be greater than the open. Again, love counts as close. But by sukkah, it's not true. If you have this by sukkah, right, the actual closed part is only a tiny drop bigger than the open part, right? Right? Because you basically have, right, 1.9 walls open and 2.1 walls closed. Well, let's say you've got some breaks in your wall here. Boom. Now you've got more open part than closed part. That actually is still kasher. Okay? Part of the chiddish of the tefah here is presumably that you can look at the whole thing here as closed. Uh, or just in general, it doesn't matter that there's more open space than closed space. That's part of the chiddish of sukkah in a way sukkah is more lenient than shabbos. All right? Yes. When you gave the illustration about shabbos, you said lavu was included? Yes. Lavu is like closed space. But where is it, uh, where is it measured? From in the, in the, say you have a seven... Uh, 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 space between two boards. Yes. No, 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 no. I meant, I meant if you're saying lovely because there's less than three, oh, then oh, that whole, then three. that becomes part of the closed That's space. Are we carving out even more special situations for shoppers? Yes. What do you mean even more special? Meaning this first right... Yeah, that, that which is yeah. kosher for all the other days of Sukkot. Yes. But, but wouldn't that, the wall would not be a, a, a legitimate wall for shoppers. We're allowing it to be a legitimate wall for that shoppers. Yes, that is correct. That's right, that's the Chiddush of Migo, right? Yep. So we're, we're not done, but let's see how it plays out. So, so this bright is saying both of them you can use Lavud, but Shabbos has a higher demand that Shabbos also there has to be more actual closed space, including space created as closed by Lavud, than open. But by Sukkah it doesn't have to be that way. Mashen came to Sukkah, so it says my love. You say Shabbos to Sukkah a Sukkah. So one minute. Here's the question. You've got your sukkah here, right, which is more open space than closed, and we're saying for Shabbos it would not be good. But if you say, if it works for sukkah, it works for Shabbos, then as long as it's sukkah, uh, you know, it's, it's Shabbos cholamoe here, it's Shabbos sukkah, let this work for Shabbos as well. Once it's working for sukkah, let it work for Shabbos. That's the question. Okay, so it says, according to you, my love, you say a Shabbos to Sukkah, a Sukkah. That a Shabbos on Sukkot has higher demands than the Sukkot's demands. 
And this type of a sukkah with more open space than closed, if it was Shabbos sukkahs, would count for your sukkah, but would not count as a private domain for Shabbos. The lower mean and Miga. We don't say just because it works for your sukkah, it's going to work for Shabbos purposes on Shabbos sukkahs. So th- isn't that implicit in the Brighta? But it says, no, no, that's not the Brighta. It's not comparing Shabbos sukkahs. You say with Shabbos to Alma, or Shabbos to Sukkah. It's comparing general Shabbos demands more than Sukkah demands or more than Shabbos Sukkah demands. What it means is, here's your configuration, right? Most of it is open. The, you know, it's not mostly closed. And it's saying, if it's Shabbos during the rest of the year, this is not a Rishos Hayachet. If it's Sukkot, this counts as a Sukkah. And not only does it count as a Sukkah, but if it's Shabbos Sukkot, it'll also count as a Rishos Hayachet. So while we are saying, this is the case, right, the majority is open, we're saying for Shabbos, right, X. For Sukkot, check. Even, okay, that's what the Brightha says. So it says, well, what's the story on Shabbos Sukkot? So since it says Sukkot is, is, is better than Shabbos, maybe it means even Shabbos Sukkot it doesn't count. So no, Shabbos Sukkot is included in here. Shabbos Sukkot would also be a check. Once it's working for Sukkot, it works for Shabbos. When we say this is no good for Shabbos, we mean a Shabbos the rest of the year. But on Sukkot, this works, and it works even for Shabbos purposes, on Sukkot. And you can even carry in it on Shabbos Sukkot. Yes, you have a question? But after Sukkot, you have the same structure, but it's uh, more... Correct, right. correct. And by the next week, you can't carry in it. But on Sukkot, okay, you can carry it. But isn't that just a practical thing? Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to use it on Well, that's no. true. <laughs> but we could say that. We could say it's a good Sukkot, but you can't use it on Shabbos, or you can't use it on Shabbos unless you make an yeah, Arab around your backyard. So how do you fulfill them uh, okay, so fix it or make an arrow around your backyard, you know, do something else. But, you know, but yes, obviously, obviously you could say that that's part of the logic of the Migo is that it has to, you know, one way to frame it is just, is just like in a formalistic way. If it counts as a wall today for one category, it's got to count as a wall for another category. Yours is a much more pragmatic way. If it's over, it would have to allow you to use it, so it has to recognize it for those purposes as well. Okay. Um, that's what he says. So now the Gemara says like this. Iharchi, um, if that's true that you're going to say this Migo purpose question, I have the following question. I'm going to read you this next sugya according to Tosvos, not according to Rashi. Okay, it's a little complicated, but I'm going to read it to you according to Tosvos. Listni nami, you say sukkah da alma, sukkah da Shabbos. Here's another way that sukkah uh, during the rest of the year, you know, or during the rest of the, of, of the Chag is different than sukkahs on Shabbos. What's the case? Meaning, if you're going to say, if it works for Sukkah, it works for Shabbos, you should also logically say the opposite argument. Something that works for special for Shabbos should work for Sukkah. Well, what's the case if something works special for Shabbos? Shabbos usually has higher criteria. Here's the case. The Ilu Sukkah to Alma, Bayetepech Sukkah. We just got through saying, as opposed to Rava, that a normal sukkah, a sukkah during, you know, with, not on Shabbos, normally, you need this tefach and it needs to be within three tochem and you gotta say four, etc. The ilu sukkah to Shabbos, but on Shabbos, there should be something special that works. What special should work? Lo baya tefach sochek, you don't need the laughing tefach. The sagi bilechi, and a lechi is enough. A simple post. Why? Ta'atu da'amrit, you said, in another context, kosher. That if you put schach, that if you put schach on a mabui that has a lechi, it's kosher. Now that was nice and complicated. Is this wasn't complicated enough? So here's the point. Okay, normally you've got your mabui, which is the three-walled courtyard on Shabbos. 
Okay? That's your three-walled courtyard. What does a mabui need to carry in it, in addition to three walls? What does it need for a fourth wall? It needs either a lechi or a korah, either a beam or a post. So you go ahead and you made a post. Okay? Now he's saying, you have said that if you did this on Shabbos, you've got your three walls and the post, and you put schach, it's kosher. Now the answer is, duh, it's got three walls already. That's not something that the, that the Korah is somehow doing some special work. So Tosus explains it in the following brilliant way. Tosus says what you've done is, you've only put schach at the front of the mubway. Okay? So if you've only put schach at the front of the mubway, it only has two walls, right? You got this? So, yes, because, you know, you can't use the back wall. It's way too distant. So this is your sukkah, not that. So what happens? Because by Shabbos, this post constitutes a virtual wall, fourth wall, will let it work for sukkah purposes and treat it as if you have three walls at the front of your mabway. Do people get that? Okay? For Shabbos, you have three and four. That gave you four. Okay? So for sukkah, you get to count one, two, three. You get that to be your third wall. So that's a case where because it works for Shabbos, it works for sukkah. Here we were saying because it works for sukkah, it works for caring purposes on Shabbos sukkah. Here we're saying during the rest of the week, you can't eat in this. This isn't a kosher sukkah. It only has two walls. Come Shabbos sukkah, you can eat in it. Because for on Shabbos, we consider this Torah to be a third wall, to be an, an, an extra wall. Okay, so it's the same idea. Once it works in one category, it works in another. There goes, by the way, Norm, your pragmatic point, right? Because it's not that, well, we've got to allow you. Here, it's, it's not working the rest of the, of the week, and it works on Shabbos. Yes. Do we then say, because it works on Shabbos, we will allow it the rest of the week? No, that we don't say. But we do say that the other, in the other direction. No, this no. worked. What do you mean? This worked on, on all the days of Sukkot naturally, and on Shabbos Sukkot, you're additionally allowed to carry in it. It typically would not have been. Carry in it. Right. It doesn't work on the other days. It doesn't work on the other Shabbosos. It only works on so Shabbos Sukkot. The special thing works in both cases only on Shabbos Sukkot. Okay? So that's what he said. So why, didn't that, why wasn't that listed also as a case in which, you know, which this type of a thing can work? So the Gemara says, if you're going to say Migo. So he says... Hulu it's trichway. Nah, you didn't have to say that case. That's obvious. If you can say from lenient, the laws of sukkah are more lenient than Shabbos, right? Sukkah is a mitzvah say. It's not something that's prohibited. It's not something that has a very weighty punishment. If here we say, because it works for a lenient category, for sukkah, it'll work for a more stringent category, Shabbos. Right? That's the big chiddish. If you can carry, just because it counts as a wall for sukkah, we're going to now turn it into a Rishos HaYachid of Shabbos. So here, if it works for to say if it works for sukkah, it works for Shabbos sukkah. If we say that, certainly we'll say that in this case, if it counts as a wall for Shabbos, it'll count as a wall for sukkah. Okay, Hashem mikiotam lechamir tamina. If some lights are stringent, if it works as a wall for sukkah, it works for Shabbos. We'll say mikamir to lekiotam lechotzi. And how much more will we say that if it works for Shabbos, it'll work for sukkah? No, 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 it won't work for the rest of Sukkot. Is that the question? No. Is that the question now? No, it only is working on Shabbos Sukkot. No, but all it's saying is like this. The only time you do this, since it works for A, it works for B, is when the two intersect on Shabbos Sukkot. But the point is, why did we, we only deal, deal with this case in the Brita, according to you, and not this case? Okay, they're both only working on Shabbos Sukkot. But the point is, here what we say is, since Sukkot, since it's working today, 
on Shabbos Sukkah. Since it's working for Sukkah, it'll work for Shabbos. So you're going from a light halacha where the laws of you know where the laws of, of walls are more lenient, or the whole category is more lenient, to a more stringent. Here it's again Shabbos Sukkot, but you're saying since it works for Shabbos, this post is going to work for Sukkot. Okay, that is less of a chiddush because Shabbos in general has more, is more stringent. Okay, so just because so that's more obvious. If it, obviously if it works for a stringent category, it's going to work for the light one. But, but only on Shabbos. Why did you give the doing all of Sukkot and not Shabbos? This one, no. this one, the answer is still is no. Since it works for Shabbos, it works for Shabbos. It works for the laws of Sukkot on Shabbos Sukkot. Um, because the lefty is not a wall on any other day. Because the lefty isn't a wall on any other day. No. Since it works on Sukkot, it works for the laws of Shabbos on Shabbos Sukkot. It's always on Shabbos Sukkot. Since we allow lefty no. alone, this no. lefty to be a whole wall on Shabbos, certainly for Sukkot. No, Shabbos. that's not what we're saying. We're saying it only on Shabbos Sukkot, okay? Because, right, because by Sukkot in general, you need an actual tefla. Yes. Okay, Gufa, Amarava. All right. The hard stuff is behind us until tomorrow. Says Rava. So we're repeating what we said before. If you put shach on a mudboy, okay, which is the case I gave you. Okay, it's kosher on Shabbat Sukkot because that that uh, post is working as a third wall. Rava, and Rava also says, This is another case where Shabbat is the, wall, the laws of wall and more lenient. Here the laws of wall is more lenient in the sense that the Korah counts as your fourth wall. So the Korah can count as four walls. There's another case that the laws are more lenient. You've got a well, okay, and we allow this to be referred to Yahid if you have basically an Amma by an Amma corners here. Okay, even if this is a gap here of like 13 amot. Okay, so you've got a lot of open space, but because you have the frame of, of a square, we allow that to be Rishusha Yachid and Shabbat. They allow it so people could use the well. Okay, so now the question is, what if you put Shach on top of that? Okay, and it was Shabbat Sukkot. If it was the rest of the year, no. But it's Shabbat, I mean the rest of the week, no. But Shabbat Sukkot, can that work? Since it works for Shabbos, it should work for Shabbos for Sukkot on Shabbos Sukkot. Okay? But Shikha, you need to tell me both cases. Yes, meaning, my boy, had you told me the case of the courtyard, because you're starting with two real walls. Maybe it's parallel walls, but two real walls. But by Pasi Biros, where you're not even starting with two full walls, you're starting with corners. Aim alone. Maybe that wouldn't be good. Yes, meaning Pasi B. Rose. Had you told me Pasi B. Rose. Mishumdika shame arba the note. Because at least there's the frame of four walls. So that's obviously, uh, you know, a bet, it's better in some ways. But by the Mabwe, although you start with two real walls, you don't have a frame the way you do by Pasi B. Rose. Aim alone. Maybe I wouldn't allow you to use it for circus purposes. Yes, meaning honey tarty, and if you just told me that here it works, that because it works as walls for Shabbos, it'll work for walls for Sukkot, that's telling me if it works for Shabbos, which is weighty, it'll work for Sukkot, and on Shabbos Sukkot, it'll work for Sukkah Halachas, which is more lenient. But if to go from lenient to more strict, Right, our scenario again of the of the of the of the Maru of the more open space than closed space, which doesn't work on Shabbos, but it work on Shabbos Sukkot. Say that since this works for a Sukkah, 
it'll work for, sh- for laws of Shabbos on Shabbos Sukkot um, aim alone that might not work you need to tell me about all these three cases so Rava basically has three scenarios and all of these are only on again Shabbos Sukkot only when the two categories intersect then we say if it works for one it works for the other so on sh- you put schach on top of your pasigura schach on top of your mabu since it's now on the rest of the week it is not, it's a puzzle sukkah you don't have you know two and a mashahu right you only have two and a, and a koro you only have two and then the other thing is way off so this is a puzzle sukkah the rest of the week comes Shabbos sukkah this becomes kosher since these are recognized as walls for Shabbos it works for Shabbos sukkah when it becomes Shabbos on Shabbos itself okay so that a wall for Shabbos works as a wall for sukkah here you've got a structure that has that this is your two and, and matu with some open spaces and this during the all other Shabbos of the year is not a Rosh because there's too much open space comes Shabbos Sukkot since we recognize it as a Sukkah we're going to recognize it as a wall for Shabbos and that Shabbos Sukkot you're allowed to carry in and that's what it means since it works for the lenient case for the Sukkah case it'll work even as a wall for the strict case for Shabbos purposes but again, only on Shabbos Sukkot. All right. Now, let's do a little bit more because now it gets a lot easier until it gets hard again. If there's more sun than shade, it's good. Tan Rabbanan. Um, excuse me. It's no good. Tan Rabbanan. Chamsa Merubah Sichuch. The um, only concern of being too sunlight getting through is that the schach lets through sunlight. The low machmas bifanos. But we don't care about the walls. If the walls are trans- transparent, who cares? The walls don't have to block out sunlight. The demand that has to provide shade is only a demand of the schach. Rabbi Yoshi Omer, Rabbi Yoshi says, Afmach must defund us. No, even the walls have to provide shade. I'm a Rabbi Yemar, Bar Shamaya, My time is Rabbi Yoshi. What's Rabbi Yoshi's reasoning is that the walls have to provide shade? Dechsi, or he said, no, excuse me, not, he said that was rhetorical. What's the reasoning of Rabbi Yosha? Dechsi, the verse says, al haron Fascinating. Putting us right back into the Kodesh Kedushim from like two days ago, right? We're constantly being put back there. So it says, you shall make a curtain, a parochet, and the, um, the parochet will shade the aron. So a parochet is a wall, and it's using the verb of schach, v'sakota. Parochet mechisa, the parochet's a wall, the kakayirachmanaschacha, and it's saying that it's like schach. So you see, even your walls are part of the schach of the sukkah. We all along have been saying the ikr sukkah is the schach, and the walls are just some um, attendant part. He's saying, no, the word schach is used in terms of the walls. The walls are also part of your sukkah, are also, I mean, are equally important and have to provide shade, and they're also a type of a schach. By the way, What's the ob- obvious question to ask? If you really call the walls schach, what's the obvious question? Do they have to be made from kosher schach? Okay, according to this approach. So this is, no, 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 we're not going that far. But there is a Rishon that actually says that. That according to this approach, it actually is mamish ha- the laws of schach and has to be made from kosher schach. <laughs> right, then you really don't need much of a chiddush for dofen akuma because everything is schach. Anyway, but let's not go that far. But at least it has to function to provide shade. Okay, even walls for it to be kosher have to provide shade. Alma mechitza kischach beinan. You need it like schach, and it needs to provide shade. Rabbanan and the rabbis will say no. Hu nichuf beporta de mechzi 
it doesn't mean that the it doesn't mean that the parochet is shading. It means that you bend over a little top of the top of the curtain, so the top of the curtain is like a little bit of a schach. So that all it means is you have this whole curtain and you bend it over a little bit at the top. So therefore, it functions a little bit like schach. But the wall does not have the demands of schach. The wall does not have to provide shade. Okay, let's get started on the next piece. Amar Abai said Abaye. Rebbe, Rebbe Yoshev, Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe Shimon, Rebbe Gamliel, Rebbe Shammah, Rebbe Eliezer, Rebbe Acherim, all of these Tanayim, Kulahu, Tzviralahu, they all are told Sukadiras Teva Ba'ina. Now this is a very important idea of Abaye, which is, until now we've been seeing these ideas peppered through, and I've maybe been alerting you to it. Different Tanayim that more makes demands, that may have to demand that the Sukkah be a little bit more permanent, a little bit more of a serious and substantial structure. What Abaye has done is he's collected all the different Tanayim that have more stringent demands by Sukkah, particularly in the point that it has to be more, you know, sort of permanent, and said they're more or less working from a similar conception that sukkah is a permanent structure, not a temporary. Now, they don't exactly agree with how that translates in terms of the specific parameters. You could think permanent is defined that way. I'll think permanent is defined this way. But fundamentally, we're all rooted in this idea that sukkah is a permanent structure, or at least quasi-permanent. And let's just see a few of them, okay? And I know it's already late, but let's just give it two, two more minutes. Um, okay. Um, Rebbe Titania, Rebbe because we talked, Rebbe Omer, Kol Sukhashen Ba'arba Amos Al-Arba Amos Psula. We've been saying seven Svachim by seven Svachim. But Rebbe says it has to be four Amos by four Amos. What's that debate about? It's that Rebbe demands that the Sukkah be more of a permanent structure. Rebbe Yoshia Hadamin. Rebbe Yoshia, we just said, Rebbe Yoshia demands that the walls provide shade. Right? Could you imagine living in a house where the walls didn't block out the sunlight? Right? So if you're going to, so that's a normal demand to make. You want it to be more house-like, you better have your walls provide shade. Similar, yeah, similar idea. Not that your walls are a type of a schach. No, walls for a normal person to live in a house means walls also provide shade. Okay, that's where he's coming from. Rebbe Yehuda, going back to our first Mishnah. Rebbe Yehuda says the sukkah can be 20 amot high. How can you have such a high sukkah? It must be, you are, okay. that sukkah can be a permanent structure. That's another, you know, another expression of this idea. Rebbe Shimon, Titania. Now, again, very nice collecting all the stuff we've been talking about. We say two in a little bit. Rebbe Shimon, Omer. Right? When we have that, right, Rebbe Shimon says three in a bit. Right? Remember what the Gemara said? It said, so it protects you from the rain and the winds. So, that's also basically because it has to be more like a house. So according to one time, that means it has to provide shade. According to another time, it means it has to be three walls and a bit. has to provide, protect you more from elements in general, not just the shade. All of these are variations of the idea that a sukkah is more permanent. So right now, he has collected the four Tanaitic ideas that we've already seen. Rebbe as it translates into minimum dimensions, four by four amot. Rebbe Yehud as it translates into height. It could be higher than 20 amot. Right? The question about the walls providing shade and the question about the number of the walls, three and a bit, according to one, in order to also protect from the elements. All different expressions of the idea that a sukkah is a permanent dwelling. So what we'll do tomorrow is we will finish up with this. We'll talk about the, the other tanayim that hold of that idea and then we'll move on to a significantly different point. Okay. Okay.